Thank you for double-clicking your mouse tonight. You're listening to the Midnight Frightcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey everybody, welcome to the Midnight Frightcast, episode number... 30. Yes, the 30 milestone. I am one of your hosts, Josh. Sitting across the table from me is the missing link, uh, Patrick. <laughs> what, I'm like the Cro-Magnon man. <laughs> <laughs> and um, to my left and to my right are nobody. nobody. Um, because we're missing Greg and Tom is doing a show. Yes, so he is. Uh, it, we're back to just the two people again tonight. But uh, eventually there will be... Uh, more of us again, uh, hopefully soon. So it'll be a quick podcast. We got a couple things to touch on, and uh, yeah, let's uh, go right into what we've been watching. What we've been watching. Well, it's been several weeks since uh, I've even been in front of the microphone here. We had the the film shoot that we had going on for a few weeks that yep. took us away from it, and then building a set for Tom's show, <laughs> yep. which kept me from being here two weeks ago. I think it was yeah, two weeks ago yep. already. Um, so like some of the things I saw were like a long time ago. Like okay. I wrote down the date of the first one that I wrote down was, was 410. That yeah, can't be right. That's a little. That's, no, no, that no. can't be right. We've in any been way, like, it's yeah. been like five, five weeks or so. Oh no, we've... that was, that was four out of 10. Is oh. what I wrote down. That wasn't, <laughs> okay. a, that wasn't a date. So <laughs> the first one I'm going to talk about here is, is obviously not good. Not great. Probably, yeah. yeah. There's a movie called Lovesick on Netflix. And actually this was a, uh, uh, God, I want to say Joey Tribbiani, Matt LeBlanc. There we go. Yeah. You know, he just, it, it almost seems like the man just can't make a good film. Does a good TV though. He does good TV. Yeah. 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 And of. I did like the series he was on, uh, with, the, uh, the British people. I can't think of the name of it now. Greg didn't like it at all, but I really enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, Love Sick on Netflix, I gave it a four out of ten. It was it was so bad that there was an, a super super obvious uh, boom mic in the shot. Oh shit! And they <clears throat> couldn't edit it out. I mean, that's how low budget it was. So yikes! Yeah. Uh, do you want to go back and forth? Then? Let's just let's just knock through them real quick. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I have a short list. Uh, I I saw Hatchet. I was forced into seeing Hatchet up top, and I hated it. Yes. Actually, I didn't hate it. It's you, just, it's just, it's on. one of those things that wasn't my cup of tea. So I asked Josh, I said, are the rest <laughs> of these like it? And he said, if you saw the first one, you've probably seen the rest of them. Yeah, that's kind of so true. So I had no desire to go and see the rest of them or, it's, or, uh, the, the, the new one that came out. The it is Victor can't be Crowley. fun. Uh, I saw Hellraiser Judgment something. That's the newest one. Correct? The newest one. Uh, okay. I saw it on Redbox and, uh, it wasn't worth Redbox. Oh, uh, ouch. Green Wing. Uh, it's a Hulu. It's a it's a it's a British series on Hulu. It's dated. It's about a hospital. It's kind of like a British Scrubs in a okay. way. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed it. It was just awkward enough that I really enjoyed it. Uh, the Poco the Polka King on. I wrote uh, down Hulu, but it might be Netflix. This is Jack Black. It's right? Jack Black. Jack Black. Okay, yeah. So mildly entertaining. <clears throat> uh, the Clapper, which is a movie about a guy who's a professional audience member. Okay. Uh, that gets outed as a professional audience member, then his life changes because of it, because he becomes extremely famous. Like audience member for hire? 
Yeah, audience member for hire. Yeah, like for for the infomercials and stuff like that, they hire they actually hire audience members to ask questions and stuff uh, like yeah, that. So, okay. so that was the the premise of that one, and uh, that had Ed. Oh, I can't think of his name from The Office. Uh, he's in the Hangover movies. Where's Greg else. when you need him? Exactly. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. That's how long it's been. Oof. Since uh, I've cast Thor yeah. Ragnarok. Okay. It fucking rocked. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I wrote that down because I watched it on DVD again or something like that. I uh, went and saw Black Panther. You got to see that if you haven't. I'm sure yeah. it's probably still in theaters, even though it's coming out in DVD, I think, this week. Yeah, soon. It's, I, I hear it's fantastic. And not even like from a Marvel standpoint, like Marvel fan standpoint. Right. I hear that's a movie that you can just go to. It's just a film you can go to. Yeah. A movie called Slumber on Netflix. I must have fallen asleep because I don't know what that movie's about. <laughs> okay. Pitch Perfect 3, Avoid at All Costs. Uh, the Intern, I saw on Netflix DVD. This is with uh, Robert De Niro, becomes like a 70-year-old yep. intern at a thing. And it was, a, I, I thought it was entertaining. I really, it was rather long, but I enjoyed it. Uh, saw a movie called Mother's Day, which was, it, yeah, it has uh, people. People, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> people are good. Jason Sudeikis is in it. Okay, and he plays a single dad, and he kind of revolves around single moms, but he's a single dad. Different things like that. It's got gotcha. Jennifer Aniston is in it. Oh, no uh, surprise! So it was it was cute. A movie called It Comes at Night. Okay. I watch. Yeah, we talked about that a little we, bit. You and I talked about it. It's yeah. uh, nothing ever came at night, so mm-hmm. that kind of disappointed me. I think you shared a similar disappointment. Nothing shows as well. up at night. Yeah, right. Because you had been following it. That's an eight twenty eight twenty four. I think it's eight twenty four. Yeah, uh, which makes good. They good make good stuff. movies, and that kind of surprised me that it was not as entertaining. I, th- yeah. I think what it failed at was the trailer led me to believe it was a movie that it wasn't. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it, as a as a psychological thriller, maybe it was really good, but as a horror movie, mm, not so much. No. Uh, and I saw Jumanji, the new one, and was disappointed. Yeah, it's not the old one. Um, no, it <laughs> it really lost its it lost its magic Is in it, this one. Was it the video game thing that took you out of it? That it wasn't like a board game thing, or was it? What took you out? Of that uh, what movie? took me out of it is in the first movie they took themselves seriously. Yeah, and in this one, it was all tongue-in-cheek humor yeah. all the way through. They never really took it seriously, so there were no, nothing was at stake. Whereas in the first movie, you really didn't know if they, they were going to get back from the game or not. Yeah, in this one, it's like, eh, eh all right, yeah. you know, and. You know, there were some funny parts in it, you know, Jack Black discovering his penis for the first that time, funny, uh, yeah. all the other stuff. But it just it just didn't do much for me after that. Uh, and then the last thing that I, I've been rewatching Scrubs uh, okay. at night just to kind of help me go to sleep type yeah. thing. So I've been going through Hulu series on that. And that's just something that I don't know. I, I always thought Zach Braff was really good in that. So. My uh, my wife and my daughter uh, loved Pitch Perfect three. By the way, did they? <laughs> they uh, did, but they like that. They like those movies. So. I love the first one. The second one was a turd, and yeah. this one was the polish on the turd. Oh, that's too bad. So I haven't seen the third one yet. I did see the first two. Um, well, I, it, I will so. say three was better than two. Okay, but not by much. Not by much. Yeah. All right. <laughs> first one had some charm to it. This it's just like they thought. Oh, let's, how far can we milk this cash cow? Yeah. 
So gotcha. that said, that's what I've been watching. Mine's super short, so I'll get through it really, really fast. And I'm trying to think of uh, – I didn't write it down. So, But so um, <laughs> real quick, uh, I just recently acquired the box set of the Wrong Turn series. Um if you've ever seen the wrong turn movies at all, any of them? I don't them? think I have. Okay, well, I should know that to down. you because they're just as good as Hatchet. Um, <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, Great. Um, there is, uh, uh, there is a, a good wrong turn movie, and it's the first one, um, and that's because the rest of them make the, the first one look like an Academy Award winner. Wow, um, that's, that's that's high praise right there. Not great. <laughs> um but they're a lot of fun to watch and it's all about like how creative they got with like the different kills and they're like these like um just uh it's these backwoods like uh just messed up hillbilly warped family that pretty much just terrorizes people that go into their space and um and find fun ways to kill them. So it's um, kind of like Hills Have Eyes meet Hillbilly yeah, type kind thing? Of, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but that's where the fun is. You don't watch this movie because you're like, I really want to like, I can't wait to watch Wrong Turn tonight. You watch it because like all the different kind of fun, cool kills they come up with. So, and I think in Wrong Turn, um, we did this top 10 kill list. Right when we first started podcasting, yes, yes, that yes. one of those kills ended up on Greg's oh, okay. list. So um, they're kind of fun. Um, so I watched that, um, and then I watched uh, the other two were like repeats, and I just recently watched them. And uh, now I'm trying to think of what the fuck I watched, and I just watched them. Um, <laughs> you might have to to fill some time because <laughs> my brain just went. <laughs> Like it's just it's got nothing left. Well, while you're um, trying to think of that, I'm going to jump back to Hatchet for a second. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. Well, now I'm I'm going. not going to say that I did not enjoy Hatchet because one thing I loved about it is they did not take themselves seriously. They knew yeah. what they were making exactly, and it had some people in it that I I enjoy as fun actors. Yeah. in those things. So. But like, you know, like you had said, if they're all very similar, you probably don't. It's kind of like the Police Academy movies. If you've seen one, you've seen them all. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's nothing like, yeah, there's nothing different um, between any of them, really. Um, I watched Your Next. Um, I just watched it last night and I already forgot I watched it. But I love, have you've seen Your Next, right? I don't know. what. Um, it's the the family that uh, um, gets together. Um and uh, they're hunted by like uh, the like wolf mask and the the lamb mask and I don't know that I have different seen that. guys. It's like a home invasion movie, okay. but um, I guess it should be on your list. Your next is actually fantastic. Um, if you can hunt that down, you should watch your next. Um, I love that movie. I'm I'm really um, starting to be drawn more towards these kinds of movies. Uh, the your next and the get outs and the. Um, uh, the uh, quiet places mm-hmm. and, and hush and just like these smart like movies that come out like one or two of them maybe come out in this genre every year. Um, I really wish I could remember the other movie I watched <laughs> because it's better than your next and uh, it's, it's it should be talked about in this movie I've seen before. And I literally just like I watched it last night and I can't fucking remember. So that was a big giant. What have you been watching fail? Okay. Because I can't remember. Well, I'm going to I'm going to throw out one more what I've been watching. Yeah. 
and it fits into what you and Greg talked about last week, which was A Quiet Place. Yeah. I did take some time out to go see that one in my <laughs> busy schedule uh, because I didn't know how long it was going to be in theaters. I know mm-hmm. that it was it did really well in the box office, but here in Lincoln, you just never know how long something is going to be in the theaters. I think it might even be out of theaters by now, and it's only been, what, a month, maybe? It was, yeah, it was probably four weeks. But it rocked, one week out of those, I think, four or five Mm -hmm. was the only time it wasn't number one. Right. So, but like I said, Marcus Theaters in Lincoln, Nebraska, you just never know what's going to stay and what's going to, what's going to go. So I did get in there to see it because I knew I wanted to see it on the big screen. And I will say for the directorial and writing debut for uh, Krasinski uh, that he did one hell of a job. Yeah. Uh, I think it helps, you know, being on set with the incredibly, his incredibly talented and beautiful wife um, and the, the kids that they got in it, I thought was amazing. Uh, the, I will say though, that I walked away that a couple things bugged me about it, yeah. even though I thought it was an incredibly solid piece. Mm-hmm. I would, I, I encourage everybody to see this one yeah. because to me it was a fresh take on a genre. Um, you know, I've read articles and stuff since then with the uh, interviews with with uh, with John Krasinski, mm-hmm. and uh, he had said that uh, some of what he was influenced by was somebody he had worked with on The Office. I can't remember if it was a, a PM or 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 a director or something like that. But the the whole concept of why do you have to tell someone the story when you can show them the story, mm-hmm. and yeah. that fed right into it because, of course, they couldn't talk because mm-hmm. the aliens could. That's that they could yeah. they, they couldn't see, but they had this incredible sense of hearing. Yeah. Um, but at times, I felt it was too polished on how they fed us the information. Like when they scanned the table with all the newspaper articles, mm-hmm. it wasn't like a pile of articles with one sticking out. All they were they were all nicely yeah. placed and prim and proper and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So so that kind of thing and like very obvious headlines you yeah. know like noise they hunt by noise yeah something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. it was like super super obvious yeah. so i almost felt like they they dumbed down that part of it mm-hmm. and i don't know maybe for modern audiences you kind of have to do that but as an intellectual i like to think that maybe yeah. i'm an intellectual i didn't need it spoon fed to me that yeah, much because yeah. you're gonna get all that information as 10 as, minutes into the movie as the movie goes on yeah. because i mean they could be walking they could be silent they i didn't need to see that to know that once the kid spoiler alert yeah yeah, yeah. once once the kid makes noise and attracts the mm-hmm. uh aliens you know that's what yeah attracts them exactly is noise yeah um i mean they're walking on sand and everything else so yeah. I, I i don't think i needed it spoon fed to me quite as much as it was at the beginning of the movie the rest of it i think was amazing because they couldn't use their words they couldn't use their vocals to mm-hmm. communicate with each other uh until later yeah um and then the only other thing so obviously these are minor things you know yeah, that i'm finding yeah. with it the only other thing was the nail on the stair yeah. Nobody would ever uh, hammer a nail vertically through a stair up. That's true. Yeah. So to me, that seemed really weird yeah. why that was even there. I think they could have found a different way to do it. That maybe it was a chunk of wood that got snagged and pulled up yeah. vertically. But there was there would never, ever, ever be a reason for a nail to be driven upward through a stair. That's true. 
Yeah, good catch. So that one, that I mean, but that's that's me as a set designer mm-hmm. and carpenter and stuff like that, knowing that yeah. that was that that. not feasible. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the movie I thought was solid. Yeah. Um, I see he's got a sequel. Sequel's coming. I don't know how. I don't know how he's going to do it. And it actually kind of bums me out they're doing it. I'd rather them just be like, we put this fantastic film on the table. And now we're just going to yeah. let it be. Yeah. So he's got a sequel and I hear he's got another project other than that. It's a, a sci-fi thriller. Yeah. <laughs> something life, something on Mars. Yeah. Something is Mars is in the title. So, um, I mean, I, I, I'm a huge fan of Krasinski. Yeah. Huge fan of Emily Blunt. Um, and I, I just, I, I'm looking forward to seeing more projects from him. Yeah. So, it was confirmed real quick because uh, I didn't know they're aliens. I didn't. Mm-hmm. He did a whole story, like a backstory of like these are the aliens and this is how they came to Earth right. and this is what they did and this is what happened to their planet. So like um, he did confirm that. And the other thing was I learned today was so a quiet place was a sixty-seven page script. All right, sixty-seven pages, mostly just action lines. Right. Right. There's no dialogue. There on, on a page here and there there'd be a word. Or a number, and then some of the pages they said had maps drawn on them of the farm. Wow! And like this is what like there's no dialogue here. So it's like a family circus thing following Billy with the little dotted lines. I, yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I mean it's just like, it, and you know, sixty-seven page feature coming from Hollywood, I guess, right. is not a feature like script. Um, but I thought that was really interesting that. Uh, they like there'd be a number or a word here, and then a map. And right, but you know, sixty-seven pages <clears throat> of action, though. Yeah, that I mean that that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, I mean, sixty-seven pages of dialogue is hardly anything. Mm-hmm. So, I thought that was kind of cool. Don't yeah, breathe was the other movie I watched. Oh yeah, yeah. I hadn't seen that for a while. Search from a, a really movie. weird transition, but yeah, I no, thought about it. That's so such a good movie. Don't Breathe was the other um, uh, was the other movie I watched. And right. uh, I just think that movie's super ass smart. Um, I'm a big fan of Fetty Alvarez. So Very cool. Anyway. What, um, is there anything new coming from him? I don't know. I have not, uh, you know, IMDb'd him or anything lately. Okay. I'm sure there is. Um, I'm sure he's always got something. He was supposed to do another uh, Evil Dead movie, and I think... That fell through, and now with the cancellation of, of Ash and Ash the Evil, Dead. Evil Dead, and, yeah. and um, um, that happening, I don't know if yeah they're gonna put another one out or not. I only saw first season of that, I th- and I don't know that I was so enticed to see the rest of it or three not. Three episodes of it, yeah. So. And now Bruce Campbell is retired as Ash, so he won't yeah. do it anymore. Yeah, whatever. All right, so. Um, so I that's think, that's what we've been watching. Yeah, I think the All only right. thing else on our docket is feature the feature that we watched. Yes, um, that you may have to walk <laughs> us through, Patrick. Well, I didn't, I'm not even sure I can walk us through it. Um, this is a movie that I saw a while <clears throat> ago, uh, and um, was able to get the DVD from Netflix. Yeah, shared it with the guys, um, and. Uh, it was written by the same people who wrote Quarantine and As Above, So Below. Okay. And this was before 
they wrote those two. Okay. And made those two films. Is this the first feature for them? It was, then? I believe it's the first feature for okay. them. There's some, there's some history behind it. Um, but it's what got the production companies interested in them to do quarantine and okay. as above, so below. So okay. obviously they saw something in this movie. And so the movie itself is, uh, the Poughkeepsie tapes. Yeah. And let me read, uh, from, um, IMDB here, the premise of it in an abandoned house in Poughkeepsie, New York, murder investigates uncut. Murder investigators uncover hundreds of tapes showing decades of serial killers' work. That's pretty basic. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. What it is. Yeah. And it's it's like a combination found footage documentary mm-hmm. about a serial killer uh, in Poughkeepsie, New York. What year was this made? It was made in 2007. Okay, that hurts my heart. Okay. And tell me why. Because it looks like it was shot on VHS. And, um, so and, I thought it was like straight like Blair Witch 1994, 95 in that uh, time, in that decade. Right. Um, and, and I, th- it, it was meant to be that way. Um, yeah. And because when he showed the, uh, the camera that he was using and stuff like that, it was a very old camera that he was using. So the only thing they could watch it on was VHS. Yeah. Okay. And, and I don't know if it was meant to take place sooner than that. Um, uh, because it very well could have been meant to take. Because if you look yeah. at the, look at her clothing and stuff like that, it looked like it maybe eighties, yeah, stuff like that. But it's a, basically a collection uh, of hundreds of tapes, videotapes yeah. that this guy had taken of his abductions and murders and tortures. And everything else, and then told in documentary style, talking with the families of the victims. Yeah, they just didn't do a very good job. Like, I, if, if I remember this right, they didn't do a very good job, um, you know, making it the the look different between the tapes that he shot and the documentary footage they were shooting as well. Does right? That, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, there was no, like, I don't know. It just it, and the format and the look of the movie. I knew it was supposed to be, I know it was supposed to be documentary and like those tapes and everything are, it's going to have a certain scratchy look to it. Mm-hmm. I could not get past it. Okay. Um, and then, uh, it followed these different, it did this thing where like at the beginning where it followed the different people that he was stalking and killing. They did like little like blurps of like a few people. And mm-hmm. then, that was like the first half hour, and then they did an hour on just one, one main girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, well, I mean, would it have been more interesting to change it up a little bit throughout to keep doing that? Or did they need to keep I, did they I, need to keep the one girl just to tell the one well, story? And, and I, <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and spoiler alert right yeah, now because it, it, the movie's yeah. old enough. Um, that The reason they started focusing on is because she's the one who survives. That's true. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, because she, she, I mean, they, they find her at the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, they obviously don't find him. Um, there's what I, there's part of me that really wants to like this. There's part of me that really says I shouldn't like yeah. this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I came off on the side of liking it. Okay. Not loving it but liking it yeah. because of the concept, because of the premise, 
the acting wasn't necessarily the best. No. I thought but, I thought the woman, the final victim, I thought she did a fine job. And by the way, she's the wife of one of the writer directors. The the main girl, the main story girl, mm-hmm. or like okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. Um, but when it came to the interviews for the documentary part of it, yeah, a lot of bad casting because it's like supposed to be these uh, specialists, these guys who are yeah, in yeah. the know, and but they look like they're twenty two yeah. years old, and this the, guy's supposed to be you know. The guy that watched all the tapes was especially... that one. That one wasn't too bad. It was no? one, there was one that was supposed to be a doctor, okay, because uh, he was going through all the different saws that people use. I don't oh, know if you remember yeah, that yeah, section? Yeah, he yep, looked like yep. he was 21, 22, yeah. something like that. Gotcha. And I'm sort of thinking to myself, "There's no way that you're an expert, yeah, on this." Um, and then like some of the reporters and stuff like that, it mm-hmm. just didn't seem those things just didn't seem professional or real enough for didn't me. Buy it. Uh, and there were also times when the serial killer himself was a little bit weak. But I thought the woman playing off of him did a wonderful job. Yeah. That girl went through some shit. Yeah. That girl went... If they... I mean, that looked pretty real to me. In, so. in, yeah, because in the, the uh, DVD... Uh, what are they called? The special... Special features. Special yeah, features, yeah. yeah. She They interviewed her specifically. Oh, okay. And they did put her through all that crap. The way she was tied up and everything yeah. else. and. Uh, just a little bit of um, history on this. It was uh, completed and there was a theatrical trailer attached to horror films in 2007, but it never had a theatrical release. There was never a theatrical release for this. And nor, nor did quarantine, nor did as above, so below. So really, no, they didn't get the, I thought as above, so below did. Cause I remember seeing trailers for it. Uh, Maybe I didn't think it did, but Hmm. Maybe. Um, so its first official release didn't occur until seven years later in 2014 when it was made available on VOD. Okay. And then it became more popular on VOD. So then Interesting. they decided to release it on DVD. Hmm. So That's now a- people like us can watch it and wonder whether we should like it or not. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. I, I, I didn't love it. Uh <laughs> I um, I didn't hate it. I, I again, I, I I don't. I wouldn't say I liked it either. I I I live in this weird like in between space where I was like, I, I mean, am I, I'm not even glad I watched it. Really, uh, I'm just like eh, it was there and it exists and uh, it was watchable. Yeah, but I think what I saw was potential for something. So much more. Yeah. That I, I, gotcha. that I think the idea was there. And I think sometimes they got really close, but they never quite stepped through the door. Yeah. Um, I, I did. The one part that stuck with me uh, for a little bit after I did watch it was at the end when <clears throat> the main girl was like, he loves me. And it was total Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. Um, and I was like, but he fucked you up so hard mm-hmm. for that long. And like, and, but cause like, uh, it's the whole thing where she was being interviewed at the end and she was like, I, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? That whole thing. I because was like, she oh, was controlled is, for yeah. so long. I was like, this is okay. This is, this is, I wanted more of that yeah. throughout the whole movie. I wanted more of like, 
just this, this weird creepiness that she gave off. And, yeah. uh, and then, uh, at the end when, uh, sorry, all these spoilers, but, uh, that brought you the end of that brought you back to the beginning where you see the body being drugged out of the mm-hmm. hole yep. and that he stole her and took her with him or whatever. I wanted more of that creepy yeah. weirdness stuff, I guess. And, well, and, and I thought they did a pretty good job of establishing just how fucking weird he was with the whole balloon bouncing thing. That was, yeah, that was, you know, and stuff like that. Weird. And <laughs> it was really weird, but I could have done without <clears throat> the theatrical mask with the, 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 the whole plague mask and the cape and yeah. the, the stuff like that. Yeah. I'm I'm fine with it, but it looked cheesy. Yeah. There was one point that he came on later and he was actually wearing a hazmat suit with a regular yeah, gas mask. Cost. Yeah. And that looked so much better than the plague mask and everything else. But oh, uh and that was the scene that I was just going to mention was I think the turning point for her was he had abducted a hooker and tied her up down in the room with her. Yeah. And then he gave the lead woman mm-hmm. the knife and she had every opportunity to stab him mm-hmm. and instead slit the hooker's throat. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, yeah, that, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's how much control this guy had yeah. over her, um, you know, after telling her, you know, that he killed her parents. Nobody's there to save her. Mm-hmm. He's the only one who loves her. Um, you know, it, it, it's that whole typical thing there that I thought, what a great idea. But once again, like I said, yeah. it, it was, it was, it was the execution itself. That, that balloon bouncing part. I kept waiting for my wife to come around the corner and just be like, what the fuck are you, <laughs> you watching? watching? <laughs> uh, bounce on a balloon. What, what are we, what are we doing yeah. now? Um, Cause that, yeah, that's, that part was, was quite, uh, it was weird, but um, said, so it's not something that I'd go out and be like, Hey, everybody watch this movie. Um, but I think it's one of those things but, that would be interesting to see, like at a festival. Yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. And and actually, that's I mean, that's where it showed. And Tribeca picked it up. They're the ones who actually picked it up. Okay. Uh, but something happened along the way, and they said, "No, we're not going to release this." Yeah. And you know the the guys who who wrote and directed, they're like, "Well, you know, we already got another contract out of you, so yeah, I guess we're okay with yeah. that." Did Quarantine and As Above So Below come out before the Poughkeepsie tapes? It had to if that came out in 2014. Yeah. So they made those movies afterwards, but they got released before. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> um, on IMDb, it scored a 6.1 out of 10. So above average. Uh, and then on Rotten Tomatoes, it actually did not get a review, a <sighs> critic review. And I believe it was 51%. Uh, Which isn't even that bad. Here. That's not even that bad. Fifty percent on the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. So, what, so I think it's similar yeah. to what we're going through right here. Do, yeah. do I like it or don't I like mm-hmm. it? I don't know. Yeah. Is it okay to like it? I think it's okay to like it. Yeah. I I think it's okay to like it because, like I said, I think the story is there. I'm more talking about the 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 torture part of it. Like, if mm-hmm. I watch a hostile movie, I know I'm watching a movie, and I know it's just like, yeah, it's gross and it's torture porn. But, like, you know you're watching a movie. Mm-hmm. This is, like, you're watching found footage. Right. And is it okay to watch that and be like, oh, this is kind of 
I can get into this. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's almost like coming across snuff porn. Yeah, you know, it's just like oh, like, should no, I be should watching I be this? Watch? Yeah, because some of them were because I in one of the opening scenes the the guy who's teaching the class on forensics shows yeah. the class and it's like he's waking up his victim just so she can look down and see that she was disemboweled. Oh yeah. And yeah, it's like, yeah. so that is kind of snuff porn right there that they were yeah. looking at. And I'm, I'm sure a lot of the tapes that weren't shown, I'm air quoting here folks yeah, yeah, that yeah. weren't shown probably showed a lot of on screen deaths and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, it, like I said, it's, it's one of those that I, I would, Seriously, I would recommend it to someone just to say, see what you think of it. Is it going into your collection? It is not going into my collection, okay. no. Uh, is it a rewatch? Possibly. Like I said, it's been a few months since I've seen it. Okay. And I think I could I could see it. Okay. Again. All right. Yeah. What are you scoring? Uh... I'm giving it a five. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, you, you're right around the, actually yeah. I was going to be nice and say six, but yeah, you know, yeah, it's, that's pretty much where it lives. I, I'm going to say I wasn't disappointed watching yeah. it. I mean, we sure as hell have seen some worse things over oh, the yeah, past year. So probably worse things with better budgets. Yeah. Really? I enjoyed it more than Jumanji. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, yeah. Mm, okay. Um, I got, Okay. I'm definitely more than Pitch Perfect three. Okay, wow. All right. Well, there you go. That's how. That's how either bad those movies were, or how great this movie was. So, uh, yeah, that's Poughkeepsie tapes. Yeah, and and I I I still have to talk Greg into watching it just so he can punch me or something. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Greg. I I, I give Greg twenty minutes. Twenty minutes into this movie. I would, like, I would like to be there when uh, Emily walks in and sees him watching a movie about a chick bouncing on top of a balloon. Yeah. I know. Well, she might actually finish the movie after that part. Greg might bail, but she would be like, balloon movie is kind of interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, you want to do plugs? Should we do plugs? Uh, yeah. The only thing I really have to plug right now is uh, the reason I haven't been around for a while is because I built a set for Noises Off. Noises Off is a play going on at the Haymarket Theater in downtown Lincoln, Nebraska, actually in the Haymarket Theater it, or Haymarket uh, of uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. And it is a incredible farce uh, directed by Tom Crew, member of our group here. Yeah. And it runs one more weekend, uh, Thursday, May 3rd through Sunday, May 6th. And that's 7.30 performances, except for Sunday at 2 o'clock. I'm going to try to go out next Friday. It's got a really great cast. Yeah. I mean, it's like solid, solid cast. And the show's really great. And uh, so yeah, I'm really curious to see to see it. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So tickets are online at uh, haymarkettheater.org. And that's theater, R E, not E R. They have a phone number too, right? They do. They have a phone number. Let me look it up here 402 477 2600. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, call and show them some love because uh, support art. Support art so, in general. Uh, yeah. Uh, otherwise, uh, our. Uh, uh, Prairie Light Song Festival, October 12th, 13th, and 14th in Grand Island, Nebraska at the Historic Grand Theater. Hopefully, uh, I know their lineup already is fantastic. Matt's getting ready, I think, to announce another group of 
shorts or films that are going to mm-hmm. uh, play. And then hopefully we'll have a couple things to throw into the hat yep. um, here soon. You know, it's, and, it's crazy that we're talking about that already. Yeah. About Prairie Lights. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's $10 for the whole weekend. Um, that gets you in to see a, a ton of films. Uh, it gets you the free uh, popcorn and soda voucher, um, all the after parties and stuff like that. It's just a ton of fun. And uh, if nothing else, come hang out with the filmmakers. And if you're a filmmaker yourself or aspiring filmmaker, it's a great place to go meet people to see what they're doing and to see how you can get started if you don't know how to get started. So Prairie Lights Film Festival, uh, October 12th, 13th, 14th. And they have a Facebook page. So if you want more information, you can yep. go to that. And otherwise, you can find us at MidnightFrightFilms.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Midnight Fright Films. Uh, YouTube, Midnight Frights, Instagram, uh, Instagram, something frights. We just found out that we're on the Twitter as well. I had no idea. <laughs> Thanks, Patrick. We've been, we've been on Twitter for uh, <laughs> ever since the new website was launched. Yeah, new and no idea. So um, cool. We tweet. Yeah. Well, we don't tweet that much though. What ever. what happens is when we post on Facebook, it automatically posts on Twitter. Yeah. So you know, it's kind of a double-edged sword there yeah. so so we're everywhere if you yeah. if you just type in midnight frights it'll take you'll you to us. some random website and somewhere and you'll see what we're doing so yep um yeah that's it for the podcast correct i think that's it hopefully the next time we meet i promise this last time but hopefully the next time we podcast we will have at least three at of least us three of us if maybe Question. hopefully not a fourth so yeah come check us out uh That's it for the podcast. We'll see you next time. All right. Take it easy.